feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. Welcome to this week's edition of the Conquer Local Podcast. It's George Leith. We are bringing you some insights from a Google sales veteran. He now is the CEO of a company called Badger Maps. Steve Benson is the CEO and co-founder. He has a podcast. He has been developing the solution over the past eight years. We're going to find out what salespeople need to be doing in 2019 to optimize their sales day. And for you field sellers that are on the street, pounding the pavement, going door to door, Steve is going to bring us some insights from his career through SaaS software companies and then starting his own SaaS startup that helps salespeople all over the world with his mapping solution. Steve Benson, our guest this week on the Conquer Local Podcast, coming up next. Hey, Conquerors, it's producer Colleen. That's right, I do exist. If you love the Conquer Local Podcast, then you can't miss the Conquer Local Conference. We are heading to Montreal June 8th through 10th at the stunning Fairmont Queen Elizabeth Hotel. It's only two days before the Canadian F1 Grand Prix. It's the must-attend conference for companies selling digital solutions to local businesses. We have a special discount for our listeners. Book by January 31st to save $100 off the already discounted early bird price using promo code PODCAST100. That's a total of $500 in savings. Plus, you'll automatically be entered to win our VIP Grand Prix package of two tickets and three nights at the Fairmont to take in the biggest sporting event in the country. Get your tickets and book your rooms today at ConquerLocal2020.com. Again, that's promo code PODCAST100. This may be the most valuable podcast you'll listen to because I think that one of the biggest challenges that salespeople have is optimizing their sales day. And producer Colleen sought out an expert in this space. We have the founder and CEO of Badger Maps, Steve Benson on the line. Steve, thanks for joining us on the Conquer Local podcast. George, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. You know, I, I was looking through your resume. Thank God for LinkedIn because it's easy to creep people and find out everything about them. And I noticed that you spent some time at uh, HP, IBM, Google. You, your, um, your history in sales is long and storied. I'd love you to share <laughs> a little bit of that, uh, of that resume with us. Sure. Uh, so after business school, um, I, I, was, I was basically excited about technology and, and wanted to go in that direction, wanted to learn uh, about that career path. And I, my sales was kind of the, the role I was playing in the world at the time. That's, that's uh, you know, it was a natural fit for me and it was something I really enjoyed. So I wanted to kind of combine my sales background with technology. So I ended up in, in IBM's uh, program. They have a program for new MBA students that, uh, or recently graduated MBA students that they kind of, it's a year long sales training program. And it's kind of grooming their future sellers, basically. Just and IBM's an interesting place to sell because they do really 
big deals. They don't do that many of them, but they're huge. And, uh, and they were in a time of transition. Um, so I was there for, I, I did that training program. And then after that, then I promptly, uh, at the end of that training program, I, I, I'd figured out, well, I'd sold software, I'd sold services, like consulting services, and I'd sold uh, soft, uh, hardware. And hardware was tough to sell, low margins, um, very competitive. Services was was uh, a, was always challenging and uh, to sell. And I really liked the software because super high margins. I made the most money for selling it, and uh, and it was you know it it seemed like where the where things were going. So then I ended up going deeper into that industry, and uh, then I got into SaaS software after that, and uh, and then I ended up at Google for a while, and uh, and had a nice run there. Uh, and then I started this company, Badger Maps, about eight years ago. Well, it's you know I bet you if we were to take a, a list of all the people that worked at Google and then did SaaS startups, there'd be quite a few of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the only one. That's <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> well, so what I want to talk about is this optimization of the sales day, and it's been coming up over the last four months as I talk to salespeople and you know training sessions or we talk to sales leadership. I'm also experiencing it right now in my own life where it just doesn't seem to be enough hours in the day. Um, and if yeah. you want any sort of work-life balance, you got to get good at time management and sales day optimization. So for our audience um, that are sales leaders, sales managers, field sales, telesales, inside sales, I think that this topic applies to them. What would be some advice that you would give to people about how they might go about figuring out a way to optimize their sales day? Well, I, I think this is one of the most important topics, not just for sellers, for, for a lot of people in business, uh, but especially for sellers who, who are comped directly on on their, their contributions and their contributions are highly measurable. Um, I, throughout my sales career, one of, one of I always felt like one of the key reasons I had been successful in sales was, um, and, and I had some some luck along the way too. But I, I was I was Google's top sales rep one year, um, and I, and I attributed a lot of that to just hard working harder than than everyone else. Um, you know, Craig, I was young and had didn't have a family at the time, and and uh, I was able to just crank away at at work. And you know, you could either be you can either work harder or you can work smarter or you can do both. And I think the, the, the most successful salespeople are doing both. They're working hard and they're working smart. And, you know, you, when you're a salesperson, you have to be balanced and organized. And, and I guess, as you're saying, optimized. So you have to do the appropriate amount of prospecting. You have to spend the appropriate amount of time with your di different deals and different phases in your, in your, your sales funnel. And, uh, and you have to kind of march a whole bunch of deals through to close. And some people selling smaller things with a smaller price point might have 100 deals at a time that they're juggling. Someone who's selling you know, something that's large and expensive maybe only have a handful. But, but either way, it's, it's all about being efficient and keeping, keeping a million balls in the air. You know, the other thing that I wanted to get your take on in, in your experience, um, and I find this with young sellers. I also find it with experienced sellers that maybe kind of have a short-term memory. Um, you should expect that some of your days should be put, set aside for putting out fires. Because if you really are pushing hard and you're, you know, you're talking to the right amount of prospects, there are going to be some issues that crop up that you have to deal with immediately. And that shouldn't, shouldn't mean that you don't make the calls you need to make in the day. What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, so. I, I believe that if, well, in my in my job now, you know, 
running as running a software company, I try to keep half of my day not not uh, bricked off. So meaning like I don't have meetings. I just it's it's empty time in my calendar because if I don't have that, then I end up being a blocker to the organization. And I think a salesperson needs needs to have free time on their calendar because there there's going to be customers reaching out to them over email, text, and you know Facebook, WhatsApp, <laughs> the, the million ways they can reach out to you. Mm-hmm. Through, just throughout the day because they need things, they have questions, and you want to—you don't want to slow the sales cycle down by not getting back to them. And so you really have to have time that you're bricking out to to respond to those customers, to deal with with things, to move move all the balls downfield. I think you also have to have time bricked off for just office time. So yeah, I you know I, I mostly work with. Uh, well, I guess all I work with is field sellers at this point, people who are, you know, outside salespeople. And, uh, and I think especially for them, they need to have bricked off time. Um, hopefully it's, hopefully it's on a certain day or, or the first half or the back half of a certain day a week to just sit down and catch up on all their computer work. Um, it's, you know, I feel like it often ends up being work that they do at, at night or in the morning before they get on the road. But, uh, but either way you need to have that time set aside. Yeah, I, I'm a big believer. I made a change here earlier this year. I've I found something in my social media feed around a, a planning guide called the Full Focus Planner, and I'm old school, so I still use a piece of paper and write things down. Um, but what I found with that was it it gave me some structure where you have that morning routine, you have that morning startup, you have your day set aside. Then at the end of the day, you've got that that shutdown, which is. What do, what do I need to complete to make sure I don't have any balls in the air? And then how do I prep for tomorrow so that that, but that having that routine is, is really key. Would you say that that is one of the top items when it comes to optimizing your sales day? Well, I, I think some people really thrive in routine and, and, uh, if you don't have a routine, you have to spend cycles, making sure nothing's being forgotten. And, for for some people, they they are able to have a routine where they're able to brick off every day from ten till noon and and deal with this this element of their of their job. Other people, they have to be more reactionary just because because of the nature of what they're selling, um, because of the nature of their of their job, or because they're because they have to respond to customer requests on on at the drop of a dime. Um, so it really depends if you. I think it's great if you can get into a routine and set things up to have, get done at the same time every day. You know, if you can s- schedule your time from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. to catch up on your emails, et cetera, everything you have to do at the end of the day, that's fantastic. Uh, if if you are kind of more reactionary in your in your role, then you have to you have to schedule that time in wherever you can get it. And I think that does that does create extra friction if you're constantly adjusting for things, if you're constantly needing to plan things out. So as a as a career salesperson, you worked in a number of high performing organizations. How would you go about giving advice to a coach or to a team lead or a manager if they've got those different personalities? They've got one personality of a rep that just has to have everything written down and planned out, and they're very effective. And then they got the cowboy running around just shooting stuff, and they're effective as well. It, the, the coaching has to be a little bit different to play to those sales styles, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, I think that's one of the first things you learn when you start managing teams of people is that some people have different strengths than other people and you have to, you have to coach them around their, you have to coach them on their weaknesses and, uh, and help enable them on their strengths. 
but uh, and, and there's there's often no right or wrong way to do something. There's there's a couple ways to to, to get to the same the same end of meeting your goals and 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 selling selling the amount of stuff you want to sell. But um, and so you know there's I wouldn't when you're managing a sales team. I I think that the key is to to help the people where they're where they need help. And there's a lot of different skills in sales. It's one of the reasons it's such a tough job is you need to be good at 10 different things to be good at, at sales. And if you're weak at any one of them, then you know, you're know you not, you're not going to be successful. If you don't know how to close, if you don't know how to prospect, if you don't know how to ask the right questions, um, and any of these skill sets can be coached on. I, one, one trick, I think, that I've used a lot, um, I, 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 from, from when I've listened to your podcast before, you call them golden nuggets. One golden nugget that I, that I, uh, that I like is look at your team and make a list of all the things that they need to be good at to be good at their job and then you know make this a matrix so it's the things that they need to be good at across the top and then the list of who's on the team along the left hand side in a spreadsheet and uh and and write rank all your reps on each one of the skills they have to be good at and then the person who's best at each skill have them teach everyone else over the course of a couple months you know have them do a 20-minute presentation on how they're or if it's more involved make it an hour presentation but when the group gets together for their weekly calls or whatever have have that person teach the rest of the team how they're so great at you know negotiating on this point or overcoming this objection or how they're prospecting and, and attaining and attaining such a nice funnel um whatever the skill is have them teach everyone else and that that tends to really improve performance because no one knows the secrets of and the tricks of the trade like the people in the actual trade no i i completely agree with that that is an awesome piece of advice so this week i'm uh, i was at a banking convention because we're uh, we're doing a bunch of work with bankers, and I have a lot of I actually met uh, some very very sharp salespeople at that event. But there was one session where I had venture capitalist um, speaking about a venture fund that the bank was uh, involved in. We had a, a gentleman who was leading a startup incubator, and they were talking about you, Steve, not in particular, but they were talking about SaaS founders and how you have to. Uh, you, you know, I, somebody, I can't remember who it might, oh, I know who it was. It was our CEO, Brendan King, said some days he's like a weeble. You know, the weeble that wobbles, but you can't knock him down. And it was interesting right. to, list to the, listen to these venture capitalists say when they are looking to invest in a startup, they want to find a founder that won't fall down. That Because they know you're going to take punches as you start that business and you want to be able to take the punch and come back and punch harder and, and move forward. So, you know, what I want to talk about now, because I believe that SaaS startup founders are some of the best salespeople out there. They have to be to get their ideas sold either to the staff that they hire, to other founders that they bring on board, to investors. And as the founder and CEO of Badger Maps, I'm sure that your experience as a salesperson has helped you to bring the company to this point. Absolutely. I actually have, have always felt like um, having the, the founder CEO have a background in, in sales the way I do has been a secret weapon for us because I, I think there's few people, few, few backgrounds that are better suited to running a, uh, running a small growing company from, from, and getting it from $0 in revenue to 1 million to 10 million. Um, it, a salesperson is, is uniquely positioned to to help do that and it now it 
not that it's a it would be a bad thing if I knew how to code, which I don't. But I was I was you know worthless on that on helping with the product side. You know I, I don't I didn't build it at all. That was people I hired early on. Um, but so I, it would have been cool if I could could have been not just worthless there. <laughs> but uh, but but it was I think it was more useful. That was a hireable skill. It wasn't hireable to have the CEO be able to join meetings and, and close deals and move deals down the pipe. That was a, that was a lucky thing that, that, uh, that we had at Badger that I could sit down with a, you know, the, the VP of sales of a, of a field sales team and talk to them credibly about why we would be, our product would be able to help them sell more next year. And, uh, and, and because I could do that credibly, it really helped us get, you know, those first large organizations on board with Badger and, uh, and, and move them down the line. So what I'd like to, to touch on as we, uh, as we approach the close of the podcast today, what I really want to dig into is eight years ago when you founded the company, what problem had you identified that, that you needed to help solve? Well, so my whole background was in field sales. And then I was working at Google um, on their maps team. And I was, I was in charge of selling their maps into the Western US at the time. And, uh, and so, so I'm not exactly a genius founder who came up with a brilliant, never been thought of idea. Like I was, I was literally selling maps and I had a background in field sales and I was like, field sales people have a geographic problem where they have all these customers all over their territory and to efficiently optimize their time in the field, they have to understand where are the people that I need to interact with given where I'm already going to be. I can't be in the Northwest part of my territory and the Southeast at the same time. So given where I'm going to be in the next week, where, where should I be optimizing my time? Who should I be focused on? And what do the schedules each day, what, what does my route, my schedule look like to, to do that in an optimal way? And so we basically set out to take all the data in someone's CRM system or spreadsheet, however, they work, however they manage their, their customer data, and give it to the sales rep in a, in a way that can help them be efficient throughout their day, spend their time in the most impactful way, not waste time zigzagging around town and stay focused on the most important customers. And so that's the the solution that we set out to build. And frankly, it took about five years to build it in a way that really worked effectively and is really great. But the, you know, the, about, about two, three years ago, it really, <laughs> it really got, it really got to a point where it was a, a great tool and, and uh, is really helpful to field salespeople today. Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I think it's always important when you're talking to a SaaS founder to to talk about that moment that they realized there was a problem and that they might be able to build a solution. Also, thanks for the transparency that that you've obviously pivoted a number of times to get something that, that you're feeling really good about. Now, Steve, you also are the host of a podcast, the Outside Sales Talk podcast, and I recommend it to our listeners that are doing field sales. You share some very interesting um, insights as well, bring on some great guests that are that are experts in in helping field sellers so today we wanted to to get some of that insight from you to help all of our salespeople and sales managers that are on the call around optimizing their sales day and for you field sellers i encourage you to learn more about steve and his company called badger maps and subscribe to the outside sales talk podcast um, really appreciate you having on the show today uh, steve and have a great day selling Thanks for having me. This has been fantastic to meet your to meet your listeners. I'd also I'd encourage people, as you mentioned, check out Badger Maps. And for enduring my uh, my company here for the last you know twenty minutes or so, I'd be happy to tell one of my salespeople, whoever you talk to, that you you heard about me 
on this podcast and they'll they'll uh they'll give you two months free of of badger to, to try it out awesome steve have a great day thanks for joining us thanks for having me Well, I believe that optimizing the time that we have as sellers is crucial to being successful. And I wanted to dig into Steve's brain because he talks to sales organizations in the field every single day. He has been, you know, he's got a great career resume. And then he started his own company eight years ago to solve this problem of what do field sellers need to do to be more effective. And that whole comment on you can work harder or you can work smarter or you can do both I'm sure that uh, folks that I have done some training with have heard me say that over the years. The other piece is, you know, making sure that you're leaving some time for the the things that just come up. Um, You can always, if there aren't things coming up, always jump on another call and start to move a deal further down the funnel. But more often than not, we're looking for those moments that we could deal with issues that are happening during the day. And what Steve mentioned is something that we've been, uh, you know, I've been noticing here over the last six months working with sales teams is you, you need to be ready to help move the deal closer to a close when the prospect is ready. And you can't really map that out by saying, okay, I'm going to talk to Jim today and he's going to move to stage number three. Jim is going to decide when he's ready to move to stage number three of the process. And you need to be ready to deal with him on his terms. So, you know, I, listen, I am notorious, producer Colleen will tell you, at having the bricked schedule. And I just take pride in saying, yeah, I just get to work earlier and I just do more work than everybody else. But I've found over the last six, eight months that it's doing a disservice to the people that I'm working with on a daily basis when I don't have those little openings in my schedule where I can help them. And uh, if you're going to be a leader and that is what is expected of you and you're not just an individual contributor, you need to make sure that you are leaving those times open. I tell Brooke, who is uh, responsible for my schedule, you need to protect me from myself. And uh, she does a fantastic job of that. Colleen does some of that protecting for myself. I love talking to guys like Steve Benson. I have a lot of uh, admiration for people who are SaaS startup founders because it, it is. You need to be able to jump back up. You're going to get punched in the face and you need to come back and punch harder as you, you come back up. So we appreciated his insights today on the Conquer Local podcast. Producer Colleen has been doing a phenomenal job in getting the Conquer Local community rolling. And it really is you the conquerors around the world that are listening to the podcast. We've made it even easier for you to join the community by going to conquerlocal.com and you can join the community there. But once inside the community that has been developed on Slack, we're really counting on you to drive topics of conversation. I belong to a number of other Slack communities. And what I find is, is when we get to daily active users, where they go there and they ask a question and they get a great response from other people that are conquering, that's when this thing is really going to take off. We appreciate our users. Gilsey, our friend in Iceland from Crankwheel has been on there. We've got uh, Mike G and Prinny from G Partners have been sharing some things with us. David Little, the SVP of Enterprise Sales at Comporium in South Carolina, just among some of the conquerors that have been leaving either great topics that they have found that have helped them in their career or asking questions and looking for feedback from the various people on the Conquer Local community. It's something that I'm very passionate about and producer Colleen has been doing a great job of making sure that it's top of mind for uh, the people that are a part of the Conquer Local community. So please try it out when you're looking for advice on something that has happened. Ask the Conquerors and see what you're getting for uh, feedback from that group. 
We'll be back again next week right here wherever you listen to podcasts with another edition of the Conquer Local Podcast. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, Sound Lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath. 